0: Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption.
1: Welcome to Road to Redemption. I'm John Martin, your host, and we've got a great show for you today. Road to Redemption is a weekly show where we share powerful life testimonies, giving hope. And today we have a great show with our guest, Brian Jordan Freeman. Hello, Brian. It's great to have you in. It's great to be here, Jay Martin. Thank you so much. I've been so excited to get you on. You have such a great story. You're such a a joy and a true light for Christ. Everybody that meets you, you you shine the light of Christ, and that's just so awesome. So thank you for doing that. just want to start off. give, Give us just a brief background on you.
0: So, I was born in May 26, uh, 1998, in St. Louis, Missouri. I was named after a baseball player that my mom was a huge fan of at the time. Uh, and, of course, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. It's a big thing in St. Louis. And so, that's why I have such a long name. Um, my family calls me Brian Jordan, and some of my friends do. But uh, uh, most people uh, call me Brian. So, um, you know.
1: Who was that player for St. Louis? I, I, the, the, I'm he, trying to remember. I think I remember the name. Who was it?
0: His name was Brian Jordan, and uh, he played for the St. Louis Cardinals. And, okay. And uh, then he went to the Atlanta Braves. So that's my second favorite team okay. today since I moved to Florida, okay. having to find a team that's closer to Florida. So he, cool. uh, he was a, he's a great player. He also played football. Uh, for the Falcons. So uh, he's retired now, so he doesn't do that anymore. Cool. Um, but um, I, I love having a name that's named after a prayer. So. Yes.
1: So cool. Well, uh, talk to us a little bit about your, your, your journey in, in, in St. Louis and how you ended up getting here to the Emerald Coast.
0: Absolutely. So I um, was born profoundly deaf, death and visually impaired. We don't know for sure to this day if it was a natural thing or if it was a IV antibiotic that I had after I was born uh, because I was born six weeks premature. I was in the ICU for babies at the time. They needed to give me something that, you know, was going to help with that. Unfortunately, there were side effects that can slow or not allow a prematurely developed uh, baby to fully develop. So um, we believe that was the effects of what caused me to be deaf today and to not allow my eyesight to fully develop. It's praise God that I have the eyesight that I have today and for the technology that allowed me to be able to hear today. So as you know, I am speaking to you right now. So that means I have to uh, learn how to speak and communicate with you all. And uh, through this technology has allowed that to happen. So my mom decided that she wanted me to grow up being able to communicate as much as possible and to have a voice. And I'm so thankful for that um, because there's two paths you take when you're when you're deaf. At such a young age, you can go and be a part of a deaf community and grow up and learning American Sign Language. But instead of doing that, I grew up learning to speak English and going to a special school that was in deaf education, but focused on oral communication. And so that was before kindergarten, I've been in school in that system from when I was two years old, which was when I received my first cochlear implant. So for the first two years of my life, my world was silent. And so I missed the first two years of being able to hear and being able to speak and communication. And so I did kindergarten twice to catch up on that because we were so focused on helping me to be able to learn to develop that voice more than my education at the time. And so it's just been an amazing journey. Just growing up in a godly home with my grandparents, just you know, really helping to build that Godly foundation for me and for my family, for my mom, and for my sisters that I have. I have two sisters For my stepdad's side of the family. When I was born, my mom and my dad got married basically because of me. Uh, but then uh, one year later, they got a divorce. And so that's actually about the same time when the hearing screenings came out for babies. That's why it took so long. It took two years before the hearing technology uh, became a part of my life. Basically, after what happened with uh, my parents' divorce, we just just had me and my mom and my grandparents for, for the first few years of my life. And then my mom got remarried again. And then my dad got remarried again. And so I have two younger brothers on my dad's side. And two younger sisters and two older stepsisters. I'm grateful for that because that kept me from being the oldest in my home (laughs) for the first 10 years of my life. And so growing up, I basically just focused on being the best I can be and just allowing God to be a part of that. Again, so grateful for growing up and, and that foundation, you know, having God in my life and knowing that this world is nothing without God and our relationship with Jesus. I mean, of course, you can only understand so much as a child of your identity in Christ and what's going on in this world. You know, you're not exposed to those things until you get older, usually. I mean, yes, there's unfortunate scenarios where you're exposed to young and, and all that. But thankfully, I had a very good childhood But uh, when I started school, I had um, been blessed with such great teachers and uh, such great uh, people to come into my life to help me to be successful in education, to help me to overcome the language barrier uh, of not being able to hear as well as you can. I mean, this technology is amazing, but it does not replace natural hearing. So um, I had a teacher that specialized in special education that came into the public school system. That helped me to hear, to fill in the gaps with the teachers and the communication and to be successful. It was when I was five years old when we really noticed that there was an issue with my vision. I mean, we tried glasses before that. We we know that there was something wrong, but at five years old is when we realized that there was not really going to be anything in this world to say doctors, medically, that was going to fix Uh, my eyesight, Uh, my eye muscles were undeveloped, and they are still uh, to this day, Um, but we did as much as we could, the doctors did as much as they could with surgeries, and uh, so I've been through 10 surgeries in the first 10 years of my life, at least. Um, It was when I was 10 years old when I received the cochlear implant from my right side. Uh, The surgery is behind your ear, and how it works is, is you have a sound processor that sits behind your ear and connects to the internal device through uh, your magnet and you're surgically placed in the magnet with the internal device and it connects to the outside. It's amazing technology. And wow. so well, I'm grateful for that.
1: Well, Brian, you have uh, been through a lot of trials and... When I see you out there, everybody loves you that meets you, and you're just a great witness for Christ. And, you know, you're, I feel like your disabilities, you've been able to minister to people. Uh, what are some of the, the, the great learnings you've had through this journey that you could share? Great learnings.
0: So since I was 12 years old, that's when I was born again. When I was 12 years old, that's when I really gave my life to Jesus. I uh, received the uh, speaking of tongues, and, and uh, you know, they say uh, it's good to have a spiritual birthday to tell people to know when you was born again. And that was August 15th of, of 2014, uh, 2013, I'm sorry, for me. From there on, on, I just really started to dive into God's Word and to really learn everything I can. And one of the first scriptures that sticks with me to this day uh, that, I real, that I learned when I, when I was born again was uh, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the answer to the Holy One is understanding. And uh, the reason why I share that is because that's what I say to people that ask about my wisdom that I have today. It's not wisdom from this world, but it's wisdom that God gave me. It's one the spiritual gifts that we have. I'm so grateful for that because it's really helped me to, to have discernment through, through different situations in my life growing up. As I went through high school, I finished my freshman year of high school, and that was my last year in St. Louis, Missouri, before moving here moved to Santa Rosa Beach, Florida and have been here since my sophomore year year of high school and uh, I'm so grateful for this community. At first I did not want to stay here I wanted to finish my high school experience in St. Louis and stay close to my family. I come to see the value of this community. Uh, God is just really moving in this area. There's just so many great people here that God is using to Just to help this community to be the community it is today, and so I just allowed myself to get involved in small groups since high school. Being able to get into the community, get to know people in this community, and do life with them, do Bible studies with them, and just to continue to grow. Now, the biggest struggles I had growing up was with pornography. And with alcohol, and uh, I tell you to learn to overcome those things. How did you
1: overcome that? So,
0: yeah, first it's with accepting that it's not accepting that's a problem in your life, and that and to recognize it uh, that it's separating you from God. And uh, as long as you have that sin in your life, there's going to be separation. And uh, I come to recognize that you're never going to be truly satisfied in your life and have the joy of God if you're allowing yourself to live in sin. And so I had to come to that point um, to to remove those things and to just pursue that joy that God has for me and the blessings that he has for me because you are not being sober-minded. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol or whatever thing it is, it's going to distract you from your relationship with God and what God is doing in your life. And I just, I want to be available for Christ as much as I can, just to be able to be a blessing to people, to be the blessing that I am today, that um, the Holy Spirit's just, I'm just so grateful for God's grace and mercy because it's His grace that has allowed me to be able to overcome that shame and guilt of my mistakes and to not allow those things to come in and stop me from being the blessing that I am. Uh, Compassion is just something that people tell me that I have. And um, I'm grateful for that because Jesus was moved with compassion when he healed the sick. And this is going to be my favorite part to share with you guys today. Uh, My story is the recognition, uh, revelation is the better word, of coming to see that healing that God has for us, that he wants for us. Um, The clarity that I've come to see this year more than ever before uh, my whole life is that we have power and authority through Jesus to do the works that he told his disciples to do uh, in Matthew 28. Um, that's where it talks about that is he told them to go pray for people, heal the sick um, and teach them uh, what he had taught them. And so i am just been trying to do that more and more now than I have done before. I had an opportunity to pray for someone that needed healing a couple months ago and got to see results that I've never seen before. And that was my grandma, Teresa, from my dad's side of the family. She was having issues with her eyesight. Uh, she was getting a disease in her eyes that was causing her eyesight to go away. She was having migraines and, and uh, it was just really bad. And the specialists were saying, there's nothing, you know, we can do unless we do surgery. But it will bring your eyesight back. It will just keep it from getting worse. So it was a Wednesday. Never forget it. That Wednesday when she told me, I just started praying for her immediately and speaking life over her. And I did that for five days straight, called her up because she lives in Missouri. So I couldn't do it in person, but I did it every day for five days straight. And on the third day, we started seeing results. And then on the fifth day, completely restored it and healed and she went to the doctor and it was confirmed that um there was nothing no disease and i uh, i just really wow. built up my faith even more than before because uh it's just you know that's just what that does your testimony is your greatest tool to yes. being able to show people god's love and and what he can do in your life and so i just I also have dreams that God's given me my whole life. And recently I've been having dreams that um, about me being healed, about my eyesight yeah. being restored, about my hearing being restored. And uh, I know that, you know, hopefully I will get to come back and be able to share that with you. Yes, but, uh, we agree. We but, come into uh, agreement I'll with you. I tell you, it's going to happen. You have to have that faith and uh, grateful for being able to share my story with you all today. And wow. uh, we'll see you next time. Well, Brian, is there anything else you'd want to share with our listeners today? It was one thing that I forgot to share, and that was on January 1st of 2022 this year. I got to see God's grace in a way that I've never seen it before, and that was getting hit by a car on my electric bike. As many of you know, as I mentioned earlier, my eyesight is not the best, so I don't drive a car. So, I ride an electric bike as transportation. So, on the morning of January 1st this year, I got hit by a car at 40 miles per hour coming in on the side because I was right out in the middle of the road. Well, when the car was about 10 feet away... I just sort of just had that instinct just to trust God and just to relax and give it to him because as many of us do, we like to embrace for impact. And so if I had done that, I would have grabbed the handlebars and I would, would have gone with the bike and that would have allowed me to, you know, kind of die from that. But instead, I uh, went on the car, I closed my eyes before the impact and I went with the accident and opened my eyes when it was over sitting there and what felt like was my guardian angel carried me through the accident and I will never forget that experience. And just so grateful for God's protection and just know he's protecting you wherever you go.
1: Amen. That's so good, Brian. What advice do you have? Uh, You probably already said it and, and if you repeat it again, then that's fine. But, you know, for those just maybe fearful about, The future or uncertainty?
0: So fear comes from the enemy. Um, That's the first thing that you have to recognize and realize that um, you're opening a door for the enemy to do something that he doesn't need to be doing in your life. If you close that door by speaking life over yourself, speaking peace... You're speaking truth from Scripture over yourself. That's going to rebuke the lies of the enemy. Like what it says in the Bible um, is to capture those thoughts and cast it out. Remember, you have power and authority through Jesus to fight the enemy. And my favorite thing to say about from wisdom, from godly wisdom, is your Bible, is your sword that you sharpen as you read His Word, and it builds your faith. I and mean, when you're building your faith, you're building your shield, and that's going to protect you. And the truth is, knowing that no weapon formed against you can prosper.
1: Well, we want to, uh, Drew and I, we're going to pray for you, Brian.
0: Alrighty, for your Sounds healing good. right
1: here on the show. Uh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for for Brian Jordan Freeman coming into this show and being so transparent. And, and making himself vulnerable to help help others, Father. And we, we thank you for Brian. And we just pray right now, by your authority, Jesus, you, Jesus. that Brian Jordan Freeman yes, Lord. is healed. In Jesus' name. He's is healed. His eyes, his eyesight, and his hearing is healed. In Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name.
1: We, we, we pray thank this you, with Jesus. faith that it is done over Brian. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you for it. And we thank you for Brian coming in and sharing his story. Thank you. Folks, we've been visiting with Brian Jordan Freeman, and we just want to, as always, when we conclude our show, we want to give you a few key takeaways, which is first to pick up the Bible, start reading the Bible. God will speak to you through his holy word. And if you don't have one, it's very easy to just get the YouVersion app on your phone. And it will provide you a daily verse to read every day. And, and it will start speaking to you. God will through his word. So get a Bible, start reading it. Second is find a local Christ-centered church and just start going. And we just encourage you to make a, a goal to go for one year. Just give it one year in a church. Just see what God will do. We know he'll do great things. And then when you get into that church, Lastly, we encourage you to join a small group in that church that you do life with and will be your accountability partners in life. So thank you, folks, for listening. Thank you, Brian, for coming on today. What a blessed show. We really appreciate you, Brian.
0: It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: See you folks next time.
0: You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own Road to Redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.